going live and yeah welcome everybody and thank you very much for tuning in to another boostly live video uh, tonight is a very 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 important one as i put in in the title we're going to be talking about pricing post coronavirus and um it's a question that I have had a lot in the hospitality community, in the Boostly Academy Facebook group and other Facebook groups that I'm a part of. So a question that, that comes up a lot is, is when this is all over, uh, what should I be doing with pricing? How are other hosts around the world dealing with, with pricing right now? And as I do with, with a lot of these live videos that um, I'm running ever since the 17th of March, I've invited in guest speakers, people to help. And today, very much so, if I was to have anybody to come on to talk about pricing, it would be Price Labs. Because last week, I watched a very, very insightful uh, webinar that they ran. And we are basically going to dig into that a little bit and just go through a few other other things. Uh, So let me just quickly unmute our guest today. And so thank you very much for, for coming on board. Uh, you may recognize Price Lads from the past because we have done a podcast, I think it was in season six or season seven, where, where, where we spoke about Price Labs and, and the ins and outs of it. And you know, if anybody wants to go and dig into that a little bit more, you can do. But if you could just take a couple of minutes, uh, please, Anurag, just uh, introduce yourself, let everybody know where you are in the world, what you do at, at Price Labs. Just give a little bit of a brief background of what Price Labs is, is all about. And yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get started into the episode absolutely um hi everyone i'm anurag uh, verma uh, one of the co-founders at price labs uh we are based out of chicago but i was as i was speaking to mark earlier uh, we are a fairly distributed team so we have folks in europe uh, folks in india we have folks, folks on the west coast uh, but most of us are in chicago which is under uh, stay-at-home orders like most of us right now at this point i would, I would guess um so price labs is uh pricing and uh, dynamic pricing uh, software or solution uh, we started about five years back uh, before before price labs i was doing something similar for uh, for united airlines so building pricing and revenue management tools there uh, yeah so it, it's it, one of my co-founders was a, a host uh, in chicago at that time uh, and and we felt like there is there's a need to build tools that are similar, that, that are used by airlines or larger organizations, but uh, are not always available to, to individuals or smaller uh, smaller organizations that can't hire like five data scientists, for example. Right? Uh, so we thought at that point, there's, there's a need. Uh, I mean, my co-founder had a need, and so we started off. Uh, it's, it's been a journey. Like We started off thinking Airbnb is the industry, because back then, that's all we knew. And, and as we got into it more and more, uh, we realized that, like, okay, Airbnb is a small slice of the industry. It is not the industry in some ways. Uh, and yeah. I, I guess, Mark, uh, you're nodding vigorously because you, you've been in this for 20, I, I don't know, your family has long been time. in this, in long this for time. a long time. Yeah, right? long time. Uh, it was pretty new to us. Uh, but, but, uh, but, yeah, we've learned a lot over the last five years on, like, how things work, what, uh, what the industry is made out of and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Awesome. Well, thank you very much for doing this um, because I, I imagine uh, you get a lot of questions regarding pricing, which is what Price Labs is all about. Can you just give us a bit of an insight on how many 
clients, how many members that you currently have all, all over the world right now at Price Labs? How many people are you sort of serving and helping? Right. So we serve about 3,000 property managers and hosts uh, around the world. And this is a mix of different types uh, of, of managers and hosts. So there are, we have property managers which manage upwards of 1,500 listings of properties. Uh, and we have a lot of hosts who manage just, just one. Uh, and then it's anywhere in between. Like a lot of our uh, customers are also not a lot, but some of them also have guest houses, for example, or, uh, or hostels and things like that. Um, so it's a fairly broad mix, but I would say the, the major chunk is property managers who have, uh, I would say between five to a hundred properties uh, is, is probably like the, the core. Yeah. So um, obviously this has been recorded on Wednesday, the 22nd of April. And, and the dates are important because as we all know, over the course of the last, say, five, six weeks, um, every day there's something new out there, specifically in the world of hospitality. Everybody in the UK will know just yesterday, Tuesday, the 21st, uh, booking.com sent out an email to everybody in the UK to let everybody know that they've blocked off the whole calendars for the UK on, on that platform, which is brand new for, for a lot of people that are just sort of trying to figure out um, how they could potentially get uh, bookings from, from key workers right now. And, you know, this has just been one of many things that has happened since um I would say since March the 13th, where it, it really started to notice. Um, so the first question that I have for you, buddy, is from what you've seen on your records and data, um, how, how much has, has the sort of the new bookings changed over the course of, say, the past month? Well, let's just say since March the 14th. Right. So uh, I guess the, can I share my screen? And, and yep. make it, I, I'm going to pull some of the data that, that we have been sharing uh, on, our, on our pages anyway. So if you are watching this back on the on the replay or if you are tuning into the podcast, the audio version, uh, I would just say to make sure, jump onto YouTube um, at some point. Um, go and look at the videos. This is available on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, even TikTok. So come on, have a look at the at, at the video because we're going to be showing some slides with, with you today. And again, if you miss anything, this is obviously being recorded. If you are one of the many people that are tuning in live right now, please do come back and, and catch us on, on, on the replay. So buddy, it's all, all yours. Uh, let's see, let's uh, explain what we're looking at. Yeah, so I, I want to cover, uh, and it won't be too many slides, I promise, but I want to cover two different things. Uh, one is what do we see in our booking data? So we have two data sources in some ways. One is people who use us. Uh, we, we directly get a look at their like booking trends. So we aggregate them and, and see if there are broad trends that can be used. Uh, and then second is by looking at different OTAs and trying to figure out what kind of activity is happening on different OTAs. So I want to cover a little bit of both, uh, but the first part is going to be reservation data. And, and this is, uh, there are two big trends that we saw uh, st when uh, that, that happened over the course of March and, and late February, right? So what you'll see here is uh, each, each column here is a booking date. And then the length of the column, the total length is, how many bookings are happening on that day. Yeah. And then the colors are the lead time. So uh, most of you probably know, but if you don't, the lead time is how far out are people booking for. So if somebody books in April for a stay in October, the lead time is six months. Yeah. If somebody books in April for a stay in, uh, in July, then in the lead time is three months and so on. So we are trying to break it up by lead time. And, and what we used to see before COVID hit is, 
people were booking a ton of stays that are a little farther out. So people were like fairly liberal with, not liberal, but I mean, people would want to book early, right? Because uh, what if the dates get booked off or you don't have anything or good options left anymore and things like that. Uh, And then there was obviously going to be some folks who find out that they need a place to stay last minute. So they would book these last minute stays. That's what you see at the bottom. That's the gray. And then last week is the blue. The big change, the obvious big change that that you don't need me to tell you is uh, is that the volume of bookings has just dropped off. Like it, it, it used to be a lot higher. I think it's dropped off 80 to 90% around the world. But the nice, in, not nice, but interesting part is a lot of the bookings that have dropped off are these really far out bookings where mm-hmm. like people are just not booking for six months out or four months out anymore. The bookings that you might see are probably people who are uh, changing their stay dates. They use, they were planning on coming in April uh, end or maybe May or June. And now they're like, hey, like, can we move this to October? Uh, the bookings that are made last minute, we are still seeing some of those come in. Like it's, it's not completely evaporated like the far out bookings. Uh, and Mark, to your point, it might be those essential workers, right? Like people who need a place to stay starting tonight or starting tomorrow. Um, and because they just, I mean, they are essential for whatever reason. They might be medical workers. They might be some other kind of workers that, that need to stay in a place where they, their home isn't uh, available. Uh, the second big thing we are seeing, uh, so this one is all bookings. The next chart is the same chart as the previous one, but we have removed any bookings that were shorter than 14 days. And pretty much across the world. So we have seen this in UK, we have seen this in US, not as much as in in Spain, France, or Italy, but in US and UK, we are seeing that uh, after the full impact of COVID started coming out, there was a slight, I wouldn't say slight, there was an uptick in the longer bookings. So it seemed like weekly or monthly bookings, uh, the number almost doubled. That That's beginning to come back now. So, so it, it was really peaking out in, in late March, and now we are seeing that it's beginning to come back. It's still higher than what it used to be. So, yeah, this is the kind of stuff that we are seeing in our data pretty much uh, around the world. Uh, we are also, at the same time, trying to figure out, uh, trying to create some tools, and, and I can show those later, of yeah. uh, how, I mean, you don't want to see the world data. You want to see like what's happening in your neighborhood, right? Uh, and then we are trying to see if uh, we can show later. But these are the two big trends. like. Uh, people are still booking. That's the uh, yeah. so we were expecting to for this to be almost zero, but uh, it is almost zero. But we were like, hey, who is booking right now? And and it's probably those essential workers, but yeah. they are only booking for last minute stays. And then those stays tend to be because they are workers who who are not coming for a weekend stay. They they tend to be longer. Yeah, which is really interesting that the amount the length of stay is obviously increasing, which would make sense with the data from what we know that the people that are booking are, are key workers, but also as well, they are really looking for last minute style bookings. So, and again, this data that you have is from all of your clients that are from around the world. Um, many, many properties are all, all over the world. It's, this is not just a USA based search. It's no, not just is Illinois. Not. So yeah, yeah, we have customers in about, I think 97 countries or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so this is pretty much uh, everything. And we have tried to break it up by country. Uh, if, if I were to like 
on this one, like I say, said, US and UK are seeing something very similar, yeah. but but not Spain and, and not Germany and not France, for example. So in Germany and France, this increase is there, but you have to look for it kind of like in this chart. For, if you look at this for US and Europe, it's obvious that they have increased. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So with, with this in mind, uh, what are some of the tips that you're passing on to hosts so that they could be applying to their business right now? So then when all of this is over, right. they are in a stronger position to, to bounce back quicker than, 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 than people that aren't looking to do anything right now. Right. Um, fortunately, again, from our previous webinar, like for Price Apps customer, I have something ready for this. So I'm just going to flip over to that. Um, if you want me to talk, I will talk. And f- oh, there we go. We've got another screen. I love it. It's already <laughs> no, even brilliant. It it's right like, right. This is like blue, uh, like what we made earlier. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, so like I said, there are two major trends. One is people are booking longer stays uh, and for all kinds of reasons. Uh, what's important there, so usually uh, before COVID, we would see a lot of people have weekly discounts of, of about 10 to 20 percent depending on, on their risk tolerance and monthly discounts of somewhere between 20 to 30 percent and the thought when doing such things was as a short-term rental operator you would uh, generally depending on the season you would expect out of the month maybe 20 25 days to be booked uh, and there are going to be days that go unbooked for for a variety of reasons right now if you get a monthly stay then it's guaranteeing you 30 book days so it's a good thing uh versus uh if you only took short-term bookings maybe you you were you're going to have five unbooked days so maybe there was some merit to giving a 15 percent discount to say hey i'll get about the same amount money of money and i'll have fewer operational headaches in some ways right Uh, what we are seeing now is people are, and what we are recommending as well, is, is to just go a little more aggressive on those discounts. Uh, you're given the situation, it's going to be very hard to have 20, 25 book days on your calendar. It's probably going to be much, much lesser, uh, maybe 10 uh, or 15 if, if you're doing great. In that case, giving a monthly discount and trying to attract some of these longer stays is not just... Uh, financially a good good call but also probably uh from from an operational perspective uh you don't want to go in five times a month or you you don't want to send your cleaners five times a month to do a cleaning when you can get about the same amount and, and have only one cleaning operation right uh, also uh if you can get longer bookings right now uh try try and get those it just reduces your risk it, it gives you some cushion of trying to make it through this uh, this situation yeah. Uh, the second one there is coming from that lead time thing that I showed, where you're just not seeing people book too many far out stays. Yeah. Uh, what we are telling all our users is, and what we have done in our system is, on a rolling two months basis, still situation improves. We are going discounting the prices, but we are not doing it beyond two months. Like at this point, uh, I don't know. No, I I don't think anybody knows. Uh, how this is going to rebound or, or if it will rebound uh, or how quickly. Uh, but given that not many people are booking far out anyways, uh, there is, uh, it's better off to just hold your prices there and, and only adjust prices in the last uh, 
in the last month, two months. Yeah. Uh, on the same topic, flexible cancellation policy. I mean, this is nothing to do with pricing, but then uh, a lot of OTAs are going to force it upon you anyways. So uh, even in your direct bookings right now, people are not sure if, even if they book, if they'll be able to travel. Yeah. Uh, so from our perspective, uh, and, and as I think of a guest's perspective, it, it kind of makes sense to book things given how much supply is out there, given nobody else is traveling. If somebody is booking, they would probably have a choice of places that do offer free cancellations. Uh, and yes, it's risky to offer that, but then the choice is between not having a booking versus having something that, that might really materialize. Uh, mm -hmm. if, if things don't improve and they have to cancel anyways, then uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it, yeah. The cancellation will end up happening anyways. Yeah. Uh, last one is just fewer restrictions. Like at this point, uh, again, on a rolling two month basis, you can go ahead and reduce your minimum stay if you can. Again, uh, what we are saying here is you want to attract longer bookings, but given that people are only booking for the next week or so, even if you do get a short booking, it's, it's some money. And then that booking will get over soon. So hopefully your calendar will be wide open for a long booking again. So, so if you can, uh, try and do those things. Also see if you can shuffle bookings around. If you have more than one listings, you consolidate them on, on one property and then have the other one open up for longer stays and things like that. Uh, I've heard of people doing or trying those things. Yeah, definitely. And, and there's so much to, to unpack with, with what we're looking at, at here. Now, obviously this is, this is what we're talking about right now. So if you can take bookings from, from key workers, I know there's people that are watching in, in countries that can't open at all right now, but there are a lot that can. This is definitely the, the tactic to be looking at. And you know, I think the main thing here is um, our unique selling point, and I say this a lot, our, our USP, the things that we, we, we use to sell our property or properties, used to be in the past, you know, comfy bed, uh, you know, beautiful views or all of those sort of things. Now it's worry-free cancellation policy, which is a big thing, you know, safety. So again, how is the cleanliness in your properties? And these are sort of things that you're going to be really focusing on. I, I talked a lot recently about a uh, study that was done with over 15,000 travelers, tourists, guests. And one of the key questions was, what is your biggest pain point right now? What one word sums up how you view travel over the course of the next 12 months and the big big word was safety so again safety and the next one was when can we travel and you know and this is where that worry-free having a worry-free cancellation policy which for a lot of you will mean totally ripping up your current policy and having something that's such flexible but Again, if you can get a direct booking on a worry-free and where they can move it at any time, pretty much having credit as long as you've got availability, you've got a bigger chance to doing that than if you just rely on booking or Airbnb that will just cancel it like that and they'll just refund the guests without sometimes without even telling you. So, right. so you know, you need to be doing you need to be doing that. And it's really interesting about um last minute discount so hold on your price be brave but again i think a main takeaway for me looking at this and i know there's so many people who are tuning into this whether it's live or on the replay they set and forget their rates 
you know, which is one of the reasons why I wanted Price Labs to come onto this because obviously they've got a tool that helps with this. You know, the one thing that I want everybody to do on the on the back end of this coming out the other side is being more proactive with your rates. Don't just set them and have them in stone and never even look at them again. You've got to be proactively doing this. And, you know, specifically with now, people are looking at a shorter lead time from booking to arrival. So you've got to be, uh, you've definitely got to be on, on, on top of that. Have you got anything to, to come back on, on that with uh, Anurag? Yeah. So uh, two things, actually. When I said flexible cancellation policies, I, I did not mean uh, fully refundable. Uh, it, it meant if you can't travel, you, you, I mean, if it's your direct booking, especially, you can you can make this as as you want right um, you can have it where if people want to can't travel anymore um, you, they can still change the dates uh, maybe next year or something like that right? yeah and that way at least you have you have things on the book yeah um, second was uh, now talking about recovery so all of this uh, partly touched on it so length last minute discounts are kind of also saying that that uh, right now there is a lot of supply so last minute discounts become important but as you come out of it, you don't want to change your far out prices as much, but you still want to be able to monitor how your markets are doing. Um, so one of the things, uh, actually a couple of things that we have uh, put out, one is, is just uh, publicly available. You can just go on our landing page and you can look at data for, for different countries. And, and if you're in the US in different states, just to see what kind of trends are we seeing in terms of new bookings coming in, what's the lead time, what's the length of stay. Uh, but the second, I think, more useful thing uh, that, that we are trying to put out, uh, it's not live yet, but, but we are hoping tomorrow or day after it'll be live. So, uh, And it's a free resource we are creating where uh, you can order up to five extremely localized reports. So you can go in and put in your address, your city, your country, and give a radius. Uh, and it'll ask you after that, like, is this the area you want to look at? And it'll show you how many listings are there and things like that. And it takes five to 10 minutes, but then you'll be able to track. So for example, I have a report open here for uh, in, in Bend, Oregon. Uh, and, and if you look at this report, it will show you, for example, how is the future outlook looking? So uh, it seems like there was a major event here that, that got canceled. So all of these big red spike is a lot of people canceling their stays. Um, it also shows how have new bookings been coming in. So this is tracking uh, 340 listings. And it's saying over the last week, 110, 110 of them got at least one booking. So uh, this page will keep refreshing every day so that uh, for the next 60 days, for example, so you'll be able to come in and see, hey, is this beginning to come back up? If bookings are happening, the green line here is bookings and you'll see that pretty much nobody is booking right now. But as bookings, when recovery starts happening, you'll be able to see what dates are people actually booking for uh, to be able to then say, okay, um, are my prices correct or set fine for those dates at least uh, now that people are back to uh, booking their stays. As an example here, like it seems like there is a thin green sliver of hope right here in late August in, in, in Oregon. So uh, things like that might be useful. So if, if you guys want to explore, uh, this will be live in a day or two. Yeah, uh, it's, it's we are obviously right. we're recording this on the 22nd of April. Uh, so if you're watching this back on the replay, this will be this will be live. And we will make sure that all of the links are in the comments and the post above. And it'll obviously be on boostly.co.uk forward slash 
podcast, but to be honest, if you go to pricelabs.co, you'll be able to navigate and direct it to, to, to all of these, which is, which, is really, which is really good of you and, and really cool to have these reports available. And again, where are you getting this from? Is this data from your clients or are you looking further afield? Uh, right. So, so the data we saw earlier, that's from our customers. Yeah. But the data that you're going to see here is, is worldwide, which means like it's pretty much going to cover every corner on the earth, planet earth. Nice. But that does mean that it's not from our clients. It's, it's by looking at different OTAs, yeah. uh, which is, um, I mean, and, and which is why we, we try to say, look at this as, as a directional indicator. Like don't look at the absolute numbers and say, hey, I think I should be able to get this. But look at it more directionally to say, hey, uh, for example, like uh, you, will, you will probably see in UK that all the listings in certain areas are just completely blocked off, right? Now we have algorithms that go in and try and identify these block dates or mass block dates and remove those. Uh, but you'll be able to see that, hey, after that removal, it looks like there is still something that's blocking off. So you'll be able to see that, yeah, there is the algorithm has done well, but then it's not all the way there. That's where your personal localized input also comes in. Like somebody who lives in Bend will know exactly what happened here, um, yeah. right? Somebody who lives in Bend might not know that this is about to happen. Like it looks like big people are beginning to cancel something for these dates as well. Uh, so this is where it comes in. Like it's it's showing you data that's useful, but also allowing you to interpret it based on. Uh, what you know about the area to see, hey, yeah, is this a sign of recovery or not? And then you can also track prices. Uh, so here there is no estimation. These are just, you can look at different types of units and see how are other people reacting to prices to be able to understand, hey, is, is my strategy in tune? Uh, maybe it's not following the same strategy, but if you have a reason to do that, then, then great. Uh, but if you haven't thought about your pricing and you're seeing that, hey, everybody seems to be putting in deep last minute discounts, but I'm still up high, then that might mean, okay, uh, it's, it's worth trying to tweak your prices a little bit. This is a really good one just to hold on just for one second. So can you just explain this graph and this chart and what we're looking at? So you've got 75th percentile, 50th percentile, 25th percentile. Can you just break that down in, in layman's terms, what, what this means, please? Right. So, so I've selected here three bedroom units and if you look up here, there are 99 three-bedroom units that, that we are tracking. Uh, what it will show you is, for example, on any given day, 184, that's in the blue line, is the median price. So what that means is half the properties on May 3rd are priced above 184 and half are priced below 184. Uh, so that's the 50th percentile, meaning half and half either way. Uh, similarly, 75th percentile means 375, the price 375, like there are one fourth of your properties in the area, three bedroom properties are priced above 375. And uh, the remaining three quarters are priced below 375. And so similarly, you can say the bottom 25th percentile, like the 25th percentile means the bottom quarter of the listings are pri all priced below 190 and then the top ones are priced above 190. So it gives you a sense of the spread of different types of uh, how different units are priced. Of course, not all three bedrooms are the same. Uh, so if, let me go find, not all one bedrooms are the same, but it looks like 
uh, on the top end here, there is not much differentiation. Like the top 71st percentile and the median are looking very close to each other, but the bottom ones are really competing for price here. Uh, so it, it gives you a sense of how your market is laid out uh, and how, and you can try and find out how your pricing uh, is compared to this. So if it looks like your prices are all way below the median, uh, way below even the red line, that means you're priced in the bottom 25th percentile, which is not to say that it's the wrong thing because each unit is different. Maybe maybe your one bedroom is really small. And, and if you price it like uh, like the blue line, you'll never get booked because it's so small. Yeah. On the other hand, maybe your one bedroom is a penthouse, in which case it's okay if it is above the green line. Uh, as so long as, I, yeah. So I was just gonna say, am I right in thinking that people can come and get access to these reports for free? Is that right? Correct. So you can come in and uh, my account is showing nine credits, uh, but every new account will have five credits. Mine is a test account, sorry. Yeah. Uh, every account will have five credits where you can put in five addresses. Yeah. So let me go into here. You can put in an address. You can, uh, you'll get a sense of how many listings exist in that area that we'll track. Yeah. Uh, and you can do five of these. And from that day for the next 60 days, we'll keep updating these. So you're not generating more reports. Uh, essentially, you get a dashboard for the next 60 days to come back and check, have things changed, have, are things improving and things like that. That's amazing. And um, obviously you've got, uh, you say 3,000 plus members around the world. So when you become a Price Labs member, so you upgrade to the next level, what, what's the next step up? So what other support, what other features are you providing for Price Labs members right now? And these, these are the paid ones. Right. So the, the one that I just showed that I'm on right now, these are the market reports. These are the uh, the free ones. At least the first five are free. Yeah. Uh, so you don't need to put in any any payment information, nothing. You just come in and, and create those and you can uh, report and see those. Uh, the other is, is just our regular dynamic pricing service, which essentially uh, for this one, again, there is a one month trial. You don't need to really put in anything. Yep. Let me go open my real account here. And just while we're, we're going in here, so basically with Price Labs, like we say, you get the first five reports absolutely free, which is fantastic, which will help a lot of people and you get access to that for 60 days again, which is, uh, which is superb. And um, then once you decide, and if you decide, we may have people watching live or on a replay that are current Price Labs members. If so, please please make yourself be known. Um, I always love to see people that are using software, specifically pricing software, because I think you can gather from, from this interview on the other end of coronavirus, on the back end of this one, we're on the out, then I think pricing is going to be one of the major wins. And if you're active and proactive with your pricing and you're not in a reactive mode, you are going to bounce back quicker than, than everybody else. So please do be aware of this please do go check out pricelabs.co but yeah so what are we looking at right now buddy right so this is our, our regular product so you'll see the market intelligence is not here uh, it will get added in a couple of days but in our regular product uh, you essentially you can come in you can import either your airbnb listings or we integrate with about 35 different property management systems um, you might recognize some of these names here uh, but once you do that, all your listings from that account will show up here. That doesn't mean that we are updating your rates. All that means is now you can go in and say, hey, I want to see price recommendations for this property. 
And the price recommendations are a mix of, of two things. Uh, one is, is our own algorithms, which are based on the data we see, which are based on the data we see in the market, which, uh, which are also based on the data we see on your listing and its reservations. But equally importantly, it's also based on inputs that you provide us because we can't possibly know every single thing about how you perform or how you operate. Uh, so two people in the same area might have very different needs on how their prices or how their pricing strategy should look like. Uh, so for that reason, we have a lot of these customization op options to say, hey, uh, on, on my property, I want last minute discounts to look a certain way or we also have something fairly cool that we built out. Uh, it's called occupancy-based adjustments, uh, and it has a setting called coronavirus, oddly enough. Uh, it's pretty cool, in, in my opinion, in that it looks at your property and it says, we are going to monitor your property on a rolling basis. If the next 15 days are not booked at all, we are going to give a deep discount. Uh, but as bookings start coming in, we are not going to keep the prices low. We'll automatically bump those up. Uh, similarly, 31 to 60 days out, it says, hey, if the calendar is completely empty, reduce the rates and see if you can get a booking. But once you start getting bookings, take those discounts away because it looks like this might be a sign of a recovery where uh, you don't want to keep those low rates forever in some ways. And if people are beginning to book, then the rates automatically come back to normal in some ways. So that's what we're looking at here, uh, where you've got, again, we're talking about lead times uh, is really low at the moment, where normally you may get a lead time of 30, 60 days. Right now, it's, it's around seven days. So in the top left-hand corner of, of this, what we're looking at, this date range, as you can see, the discount is a lot higher. And then as it slowly gets more full or as it slowly goes out for a bigger date range, that discount uh, is decreased. Now, the question that I have is, if we were to do all of this, do you automatically sync up to uh, property management softwares and, and channel managers so it can all be done automatically where we don't have to do this manually ourselves? And, and okay. if so, how many uh, PMSs are you currently syncing and working with as a partnership? Correct. So uh, once you have done all of this stuff, uh, so you right here, you're essentially reviewing your rates. You're, uh, you're saying, hey, my rates look fine here. But you might come in here and say, hey, for these dates, I need to make an adjustment. So you can say, I want to make a minimum stay of three and, and apply a 15% change and things like that. So you do all of these adjustments, fine tune. You look at the recommendations, see if they make sense. And if everything looks fine, then you can go in and say, hey, I, I want to go in and start updating my rates. So once you turn the sync on, we best pretty much go into the PMS every day and update those rates. If you make a change to your strategy or certain dates, you can also click sync now. And, and that means uh, we'll update those rates within five to 10 minutes. So you don't have to like wait overnight if you made a change. Um, important thing to note there is we send this to the PMS and then the PMS, in most PMSs, you can apply uh, what are called channel markups or commission rates so that those get applied on top and then this gets sent to different OTAs. And then a lot of people for their direct booking websites, they don't apply any commission so that they have the best rate on their direct booking website and things like that. Nice. Um, so in terms of which PMSs, uh, it's a fairly long list. Uh, but if you go to our homepage again, uh, you can see 
all the integrations uh, right there. It's about 30 of them, I think. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, I think you always add in new ones all the time. Yep. Yeah. So uh, pretty much add two to three every month, more or yeah. less. Good work. I, I really, really like this. And again, I think that what I'm encouraging everybody to do is to just get proactive with, with your pricing, you know, but maybe um, somebody that is watching who's only got maybe one property and um, they want to take advantage of, of the free reports, then you can do just go to pricelabs.co. If you want to um, go ahead and look at more paid options, then if you go to boostly.co.uk forward slash pricelabs, you go and you can sign up via via there. We've we've got uh, we've got our own little partner page, which is which is awesome. Important uh, note there, Mark. Uh, regardless of whether you're going from the free one for the free reports or anything, uh, use use the link because if you later decide to use the paid stuff, then that referral code is still going to be useful. Ah, okay, amazing. So yeah, just go to booster.co.uk forward slash price labs. Go and register, go put your details in. You can go get the free reports. You can go do all the things. And then if you feel like you've got a good good value for it and you can see the benefits of it, then you can just go ahead and upgrade it in the future. But I definitely would go and take advantage of the free reports. Like say you get five five of them and you can use them and it's available for 60 uh for, for, for 60 days if you could just do us a favor buddy um stop sharing your screen and uh, we'll go back into full video mode and we will uh move on to the next part of our, of our chat so what we have what have we discussed tonight we have discussed number one uh, the current situation, we've, re- we've looked at reports, we've looked at the current booking window, we've looked at the, uh, the sort of the rates that people are averaging right now, but we're also looking at the lead time, which is, which is really key. We're looking also as well with the free tool that Price Labs have, you can look more specific to your area. The main report was obviously worldwide, and that's based over a ton of data. But what you're able to do coming out of this on the back end, you can see your specific town or you could see your specific county because you can drag that circle to, to the area that you need. And then you can base your pricing off the back of what everybody else is doing, which is, which is really effective. And again, it's not just going in blind on this. You're not just like plucking a number out of the sky. You can actually look at data and stats. And what I love about price labs as well is that there's, there's tutorial videos. There's, there's, there's a guide on how to look and how to break down all the data that, that you see, which, which is awesome. Also, we have, uh, if you email support at pricelabs.co, we, we answer a ton of questions every day. So uh, yeah, I can yeah. imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. All right. So as we like to do with, with all of these uh, podcast episodes, live videos, we like to finish on some quick fire questions. Uh, and what, we, what I always say on this, doesn't matter whether you're watching live or if you're watching back on, on the replay, I encourage everybody to, to get involved in the comments. So make sure you, you leave a comment in there. Um, all right. First question, Anurag. If you could be isolated or on lockdown with one celebrity or, or famous figure, it could be alive or dead, just one, who, who would that be? I think right now uh, I'm, I'm going to bet this on Tom Hanks. He's already recovered. Uh, He's also a well-grounded person. So, uh, yeah. I think he's a funny guy and he would have some great stories. I like Tom. That's the, that's the first shout for Tom Hanks, but I like, I'm a big fan of that. Next question. Um, so if there is um, one movie or TV series that you've had a chance to, to catch up on now, but we're, we're on lockdown, uh, what, would, what would that be? And uh, have you got any recommendations for anybody watching? 
um i will not have recommendations i have a 3 year old at home who cannot go to daycare or school anymore so i'm not watching anything um <laughs> what, what what is the 3 year old watching what what i've got a 4 year old and a 1 year old and a 7 year old so oh i'm interested to see what they're watching um there's a show called lama lama that uh, i've been watching on netflix because you know yeah. but, <laughs> i know it they, they don't but then i've yeah, yeah, I wanted to see Parasite for a while. Uh, I'm I'm not a big movie buff, but every year I try to l- watch like one of the movies that are nominated for Oscars. After all of that has happened, like I don't see them in the same year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, someday. I like that. Good, good. So um, we've got Slama uh, and uh, we've got Parasite. Good. I like that. Thank you. All right, next one. Um, what is the one thing that you've missed the most? Uh, that you haven't been able to do since being on lockdown? Uh, so many. Uh, just like, yeah, having my day back, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, I, so right now, I think at least I am uh, doing four hours of daycare at home with the kids. And my wife takes up the other four hours. We both work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we, so I think the answer is sleep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we work the rest of, the rest of the night is is what we work in yeah sleep (laughs) i can totally relate to to sleep um all right so over the past uh six months what has been your best purchase your most recommended purchase under a hundred dollars so something that you've purchased in the past six to 12 months that um has been that one thing that you're just like yeah that's fantastic or under a hundred dollars under a hundred i'm trying to think what have i bought um Wow. Could um, be a book. Could be. Uh, could be even just a, oh, a book. Yes. So I bought on a whim. I bought this book by. Uh, it's called Twenty uh, One Lessons for the Twenty First Century, which is a sequel of a book called Sapiens by Yuval yep. Harari. Yep. Yep. It was amazing. Like he he puts a twist on things that seem pretty normal till you start thinking of them from a different perspective that he does present really well. Uh, like, like we all think of like different political systems or different his- historic events a certain way with certain emotions attached to it. And he tends to like take all the emotion out and like, okay, this is an important event for you, but it has happened 15 times before just that yeah yeah this repeats um sapiens is definitely Yuval's more popular book and it's more well known but and i yeah. i i absolutely adore that and i haven't got around yet to reading reading that one but uh that's a very good recommendation thank you yeah. um okay so two questions to go the next one do you have um a favorite podcast or youtube channel that that you like to put on uh when either you're not doing daycare or or, or working do you have like something that you like to tune into yeah it, it's an american uh show on npr called wait wait don't tell me okay NPR, uh, yeah. it's a it's a comedy show like they have three comedians on the panel uh, and then there is a host and they have people who dial in yeah. uh it's it's a funny show i mean it's so when you do like to switch off you like to switch off proper put a bit of comedy on and uh <laughs> not think about work and pricing and final yeah. one final final one which is one that i love to ask everybody specifically from the hospitality world is what is your number one piece of advice that you could pass on to anybody listening who would like to increase their direct bookings direct bookings um 
one have a good website yeah uh to uh market like uh think of if you do end up having a good website now the commission the 15% commission that you used to give to whatever ota uh, you can at least try putting a part of that into marketing and see if you i mean so this is going to be different because now you on otas you only get charged that 15% if you get a booking versus marketing it's it's a bit of a you're trying something and you might not get a booking out of that marketing dollar uh, but it's something worth trying even with a small budget in in the beginning uh, and and i'm no expert on marketing so i don't know where to market and how to market uh, but uh, that experiment might well be worth it so uh, do experiment 100% and this is this is a podcast which is all about increasing direct bookings and the best place to start and the first place to start should always be your your website because if you're going to talk about how good your property is and if you want to drive people there instead of going to booking or airbnb then your website has got to be the thing that that is super simple to use super simple to navigate and yeah 100% you know and and, and again with with what price labs can help with it can make sure that you get really good pricing get the pricing sorted so if you get somebody to land on your website they love what they see you get them to click into your pms your booking engine so they're doing all the things and then they get to the pricing and then if the pricing isn't right or they think they can get it somewhere cheaper then all of that good work will fall down because they'll bounce and you know stats are there if they if they bounce they never come back if they leave they never come back so yeah really good and again, I just want to say thank you so much for this. So they want to, if, if anybody wants to go and get the um, sign up for free, got to go to the five results, just go to boostly.co.uk forward slash price labs, put in your details, put in your data. You'll get, you'll see about five credits in the top, right? And, and you can, you can, you can literally get started. If, if, um, if anybody wants to go and, and find out more on social media about, about price labs, um, do you have the YouTube channels, LinkedIn, Facebook, where, where's the best place for somebody to start the journey? Uh, find out more we have a ton of content now on our youtube channel i know last time we spoke we, we were talking about how we don't market too well but we've been trying to get better at putting content out yeah. um, a lot of content there we also if you just go on our landing page you'll see there is a section with uh, one covid but also a section about webinars where uh, you'll see a lot of stuff there about uh, you know how things work how different things work in specific topics as well uh, the best way still is to just email us. Uh, we are super active on our support, uh, email support. So uh, if you do that, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll answer any questions and point you to the right resources. Uh, we, we do host like weekly webinars on just about the product itself, where you can ask questions afterwards. Um, so if, if that works better for you, instead of like reading, then, then that's an option as well. Amazing. Thank you very much. Have you got any final words or anything to say before we, 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 we let you go? Uh, hang in there. Just, yeah. Uh, right now, just see what you can to just stay, uh, stay on top of things. Uh, one of the things we have been trying to do uh, on our end is really uh, focus on things that we thought we wanted to do six months from now, or we were always pushing out like, hey, you know, this system needs to improve. Uh, now is the time to improve that system. Like, yeah. Amazing. Uh, I really, really appreciate you coming on uh, today. And thank you very much to everybody that, that has tuned in. Like uh, Anurag just said there, 
hold on in, you know, use this time, this quiet time to, you know, educate yourself, do training, delve into things that you never thought that you would have done in the past, like pricing, um, have a, get a try and handle on it, get to use, to use price labs, you know, there's, 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 there's loads of amazing software out there. And again, if your PMS isn't integrated yet with price labs, then the first thing you need to be doing is to contacting your PMS customer support and saying, Hey, Go link up with Price Labs because we, we, we want to get this in, you know. Uh, and, 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 you know, they're always adding loads. And you could see on that, on that screen grab there that, that, that we saw that there are a lot of PMSs that are linked up. So it needs to be done because it is super important because on the other end of this, pricing, if you get it right, it will just give you back such big advantage over everybody else in, in the area. And, again, the, we will bounce back. And everybody that is watching these live videos, you have got all of the marketing advice that you need now. We've been doing this for six weeks. We've, we've shared everything from how to, how to save a cancellation, how to be proactive, how to post on content on social media. You know, we've, we've had marketing advice, we've had productivity, we've had finance, we've had everything. We've even had uh, Janet Murray come on and do a, a mini workshop with everybody on, on how to pivot and how to get new ideas, how to bring in income that's not even hospitality related. So you've got it all there and you can go all back on it at any time by going to boosty.co.uk forward slash podcast go on there whilst you're there please go and uh, subscribe on itunes um or spotify go and follow on youtube go and follow so if you want if you prefer video or audio doesn't matter just go and subscribe go tell somebody about it because uh so we're doing all of this for free and price labs are helping the industry i'm, I'm helping the industry as, as much as i can but you know we can do all of this but we need you to help share it so if you can do one final thing whether it's live or on the replay all I want for you to do is say a massive thank you to Price Labs in the comments and then hit that share button. Bottom left-hand corner, you will see it. Hit it. Go and share it in a group that's hospitality-related or property-related. Go and share it on your personal wall. Just share and tag somebody in and tell them about it that needs to see it because this is a really important topic. All right. I'll be back again tomorrow with, with another live video uh, but until then i'll see you on the other side thank you so much please make sure you rate review and subscribe wherever you're tuning in from and uh, we will see you again very shortly